Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. Nothing not double. This knife. Cuts this ball in half. You have found it. This is You Have Offended This Podcast, and we watch martial arts movies. My name is Mike McCarran, and with me, as always, is the man who learned all of his martial arts moves from watching other movies, Chad Lindsay. How you doing, buddy? That's that's that, that's pretty accurate. Uh, yeah! <laughs> <I'm good. laughs> Story checks out. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's always shit when you're watching, you're watching ninja movies when you were like 12, and you're like, hold on, I, I saw, I'm going to... I'm pretty sure I can do this. And you'd fucking like do a flip <laughs> off a fucking shed. And you'd be like, oh, God, my legs are broke. Oh, my God, let's get out of here. All the other kids scatter. You're just laying there. Or you just do stupid shit like literally cut throwing stars out of sheet metal with tin snips and throw them at each yes. other in the backyard. Yeah, so if you didn't, psychos if you didn't, <laughs> if you didn't have access to... Uh, if you didn't have access to sheet metal, it'd be like the top of a soup can. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. I'm gonna try to <laughs> going through the goddamn garbage. I'll just take this. Can I make a ninja star out of this? <laughs> Your dad's shitty grinder from his workshop. <laughs> yeah, like you'd be better holding the cord to the grinder and swinging that <laughs> and beating yeah. somebody with it than with the fucking tuna can fucking ninja star. That's a shuriken made from. I have a cut on my arm and it smells of fish. <laughs> oh my god it's so stinky uh, so the movie we're doing this week uh we screwed up a couple weeks ago this feels like a long time since we've recorded but the audio got screwed up on the last time we tried to do this so this is a re-record of this movie this is 2008 chocolate out of thailand i believe if i'm not mistaken um mm. so this is a rewatch on this one we're going to reissue it in full i assume just because it's going to be easier for everybody and uh, I'll tell you, man, when I watched this uh, for the last record, this was one of those movies that really stood out to me as being one of those kind of little buried treasure ones that are awesome that I never knew about. Yeah, same here. Like, this is one, you were like, chocolate, and I was like, oh, the Johnny Depp film? This doesn't seem to be <laughs> on brand here. Juliette Binoche but, doing uh, the Crescent Kick? I don't think that happens. This uh, this was a really great picture. Like, it's it's low budget. Like, it, it really is low budget. But... Man, is it uh, is it entertaining? Like really entertaining. It is, and I think we we talk about it before, where we give a lot of leeway to movies that sort of try and stretch out a little bit and and try and do something original. And this is one of those films where you know what is are there flaws in it? Yeah, there are flaws in it, but I can kind of overlook those because of the ingenuity in the fight scenes, the ingenuity in the storyline. And the commitment of the people who are acting in it and the people who directed it and behind the scenes and stuff to actually try and make a good film here. And they really do. They, they, the stuff that works really works, man. It's awesome. Yeah, and we gave massive amounts of props to James P. Bennett for Fatal Deviation. <laughs> yes. Just, yeah. just, because, just because that motherfucker had the balls to walk into the middle of his town and say, 
You all know me as James P. Bennett. I want to go to the Hollywood and shoot films with Jean Claude. So uh, help me out, will you? And, and they, they fucking did. did. <laughs> and and he, he made a movie. And he's like, like that movie was so great. Like you were talking in the bar, like when he goes to throw somebody down on the pool table, but you can tell that he doesn't want to fucking shit. scuff the felt. So he gently lays him on the table. Yeah, like, like he did. No, this is my friend's pool table. We can't be doing anything. You can't There's going to be Boy's bar. damage into the fella's property. So <laughs> set him down gentle there. Yeah, yeah. So those are the things that I fucking love because he went out and, and, and did his shit. And when I watch this, I'm like, this is fucking great, man. Like, this is great. It doesn't have to be uh, super expensive. Like, these guys went out of their way. And what we love is when stunt people get fucked up because stunt people get (laughs) fucked up in this dude like stunt people get fucked up yeah the commitment of the stunt team in this is commendable because they they clearly do not give a fuck if they get hurt or not and much like the jackie chan films we've done he like he has the outtakes at the end and so does this one and you see these dudes get smoked and like they get smoked the thing we were talking about, like I said that this film about halfway through the film, um, you kind of you're like, OK, I know what this is about. And it just reminded me of Bill Hader as Stefan on SNL when he yes, used to do yeah. that, because if he was doing a review for this, he's like, this year's hottest movie is chocolate. And this movie has everything. Handicapped children fighting to the death. Lady boy. <laughs> Lady Boy Hit Squad, like, <laughs> falls from buildings. Like, it's got, it's, you're just like, what? But it's all in there. It's got everything. Yeah, oh no, it's all, it's everything in here. It's, the violence is, is palpable. And we often talk about the, the, the term I believe we probably coined of testis squeezinitis. Yes. It, that shit's real in this movie, particularly near the end. And it builds to that point really well. Where it doesn't start off and kind of blow its wad, so at the end you're like, yeah, okay, I get it, we're we're here. It builds up slowly with really good fight scenes that get more and more intense as you move through. And the final fight scene at the the, the building, the, the building facade is... I don't know if you could even call that a fight scene, it's just motherfuckers falling off balconies. <laughs> like, that's, right? <laughs> that's, I was watching it and I was like, oh, I think that guy really... No, I think that guy's really fucked up. Like, yeah. I think he's really fucked up. And after the end credits, like, they show everybody, the crew, visiting him in the hospital. He's laying in his bed like fucking Lance Murdoch <laughs> in season two of The Simpsons. Like, I was just like, holy shit, that guy really was fucked up. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't play games in this movie. You know what? The story, it's it works very well. You know what I mean? And I think we, we addressed this in the prior podcast about... The whole point here is we we get this this um, woman who is, uh, I believe her name is uh, Zin, who is enveloped in this sort of underground crime world where she's the girlfriend of this boss, and she has an affair with this Japanese mafia guy, and they end up conceiving a child. And the time boss that she's sort of uh, associated with doesn't like this, and they end up, or he ends up getting rid of them and sending the Japanese guy back to Japan, and kicking the girlfriend Zin uh, out to live next to some way Thai school somewhere in, in Bangkok and gets rid of her. And she has a daughter named Zen who has, uh, I, I would say she's on the spectrum. She's autistic in some capacity. Yes. Yeah. Um, she's, she's got autism. The beginning of the film, 
they actually do this kind of warning saying, hey, like, we're not trying to make light or we're not trying to be insulting. You know, we're we're creating this to talk about all the different types of people and shit like that. So, and I actually feel that in the film. Like, I don't think the film is actually trying to belittle or exploit, uh, but there were some people that felt that this was inaccurate and exploitive what were your thoughts on that part of it uh, yeah i think it's the same the same thing because i think people are always going to complain honestly dude you and i have both worked with autistic kids and i don't yeah. i don't feel like this is trying to be making fun of them or anything like that or exploitative towards them you know what i mean like you know i i was i was a background actor in a in a movie a, a while ago called downsizing and there's a, a an actress in that who plays a vietnamese house cleaner Right. And she does a very pronounced Vietnamese accent. And I remember people being like, well, that's a stupid fucking, she's making fun of Vietnamese people and she's, you know, overdoing it to make it look, make it sound funny. And she based the, she's a fucking Vietnamese actress who based it on one of her relatives. Yes. Do you know what I mean? People are just going to find a fucking way to be offended, I think. Yeah, and, I think it's pretty fucking inaccurate that you could have somebody with autism watch a Bruce Lee film and now they can fight like Bruce Lee. I mean, that's there's not that a thing. That's the that's the stretch. Um, yeah, that's, that's the, the conceit the, of the movie. The, right? Yeah, that's that's the the piece of it. Uh, but I think it's I think it's done well, and I think it's done in an interesting way. A lot of the shots that they do in the film are pretty low budget, and it looks like th- th- this looks. I'm going to say soap opera. I'm not saying it to be demeaning. I'm saying it to try to accurately portray what this budget looks like. You know? Yeah. Yeah, no, like, totally. The, the, I think it was a 4.8 million is what I, what I read on this. And, yeah. you know, it feels like that. It feels like kind of a, like a TV movie kind of a vibe to it. Yeah. But it's good. You know what I mean? Like, the, the innovation, or the I shouldn't say innovation, the... The storytelling I like, like I like the idea of this, this woman takes her kid and they leave the main Thai boss has like a gang of, of like Thai lady boy enforcers. Yeah. You know, and like, I can see that being offensive to people, but these fucking lady boy enforcers are goddamn terrifying. (laughs) They are really fucking terrifying. Like they are like no joke. Like it surprised me because I was like, fuck, I'm fucking scared for these people. Yeah. The other thing that happened with this film that we'll we'll make mention is Zen, the little girl uh, with autism. Yep. She watches uh, Jackie Chan films, Bruce Lee films, and Tony Jaa films. Yes. And while watching them, she learns their fighting styles. And then later in the film, when she gets into fights and she's fighting, she's fighting exactly like Bruce Lee. And the original cut of the film had a split screen. Yes. of the actual like uh, the big boss i believe was one of the films so yep. the big boss on one side and she's on the other side and she's doing the exact same choreography that bruce lee is and when they went to release it <laughs> i mean golden harvest is like you can't fucking put one of the most famous fucking martial arts fo- films of all time into our your movie like um, you can't no. use our movie in your movie yeah you can't you can't do that sirs um so they ended up having to do a recut reshoot type thing which is unfortunate because i fucking really want to see that cut like i really want to see that i want to see a cut director's cut 
with the the scene, the split screens with them fighting side by side. I would love to see that. Just I, I it makes me want to go there and meet the dude and be like, dude, just show me this fucking cut, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, he, like you know he's got that cut in his house. You like know you know he's got that like, shit laid out somewhere. Like, hey man, you got like a home theater type situation where we can sit down <laughs> and watch that cut because that would be badass. But yeah, yeah, the fight scenes are amazing. So yeah, we do kind of have this sort of like Romeo and Juliet setup. It's a it's a slow pace, slow start. Like we don't get into action in this film for quite a while. Um, no, but, yeah, it's we have 35, 40 minutes before we even get a fight yeah. scene. I think. So I mean, good for them for for a setup. Um, I do like a little bit of beef on the taco at the beginning of the film, but we don't quite get that. But we do get that Romeo and Julius Juliet setup. Romeo and Julio. <laughs> Romeo and Julius. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Romeo and Julius. I'm just fucking mixing names and genders. I'm fucking, everything's fair game for me. I'm very, very well versed in that. You know, Ralph and Jorge, that, that Shakespeare <laughs> Ralph, play. <laughs> Ralph. So, yeah, Romeo and Juliet scenario where they can't be together. So now she's raising, Zin is raising Zen by herself. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of poles and a lot of pans and tilts. But she's basically watching these uh, kids uh, at the Muay Thai school next door uh, yep. training. And she starts emulating them and stuff like that. So She starts kicking the pole and doing the thing and building up her calluses, yeah. I guess, or whatever. But it's I, I like the slow burn at the beginning of this. I would have liked to have had a bit of a fight scene. But we do get the toe cut off of the mom. Which was terrifying. Oh, yeah. Like, that that was, was fucked up. That was like a Jesus. Like, they don't yeah. show it, but they show enough to be like, holy fuck, they cut her toe off. Well, that was the thing because she has a conversation with her Japanese lover, the father of Zen or something like that, a, a telephone conversation. They find out about it and they just want to let her know what's what had <laughs> <and> come over <laughs> and, uh, uh, very much like the Big Lebowski, uh, yeah. cut off her fucking toe with polish. I can get you um, a toe by this afternoon with polish. <laughs> with polish. <laughs> yeah, so now uh, Zen is kind of training and doing her thing all by herself. She doesn't talk very much, if at all. And yeah. Zen is just kind of trying to work basic jobs to kind of get by in her new little apartment here. And then as they're walking home one night here, they see... Uh, this kid getting picked on in an alleyway, and they sort of grab him and take him home, and that is Moom, yeah, um, who becomes sort of uh, Zen's caretaker uh, as they grow up a little bit. They they do get the first scene here of them watching a Tony Jaw movie, though. Watching, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, Ong Bak. yeah. Reviewed earlier Which in was... our podcast history. Well, fuck, that was a dope movie, man. Like, that was one of the ones, too, where we were like, well, that stuntman got fucked up. Like, at the <laughs> beginning, when they were when they were climbing, yep. like, the village has one tree. And, you know, they decided to put 60 guys in it at once. And I was like, fuck yep. this tree. Like, we don't give a fuck. We only got one tree. And they're all climbing it, and those guys are falling out and fucking eating branch on the way down. Like, oh, it, was, yeah. it, was, uh, it was a great scene. So I loved, I loved that uh, first Ong Bak film. Ong Bak was super fun. Really, really fun flick. And this this is very much in that vein, although substantially different. I like the female lead character. Like, I, I really do in this case. It's great. And well, she, she doesn't give a fuck either about getting hurt. Well, let's talk about female leads, because basically 
until the the last six years, they were all pretty good. But now I fucking can't stand female leads in modern films. Not because that I don't like the fact that they're female. It's yeah. just like like they're they they build these characters so they're completely perfect and completely flawless. So I don't give a fuck what happens to them. Right? Like there's yeah. no adversity to them and. This film, like, she's autistic. She's a fucking badass fighter, but she's autistic and she's terrified of flies, right? Yeah. Like they yeah. they bounce like like they, they give strength and then they take other things away that we take for granted. Uh, yeah. Which is a which is a great way to do it. But it's a, that that flawlessness or that super powered female lead is kind of that classic overcorrection that you 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 even saw it in the eighties. With that sort of, what do they call it, postmodern feminism, where like women were starting to come into the workplace and starting to gain workplace power. And then you saw male traits within, even like the wardrobe with the big fucking giant ass shoulder pads in women's clothing. Oh, in clothing, the 80s? Right? Yeah. In yeah, the 80s, yeah. right? Dress like a yeah. man, but more. Be like a man, but more. But right? more, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. more. And that's how you're equal. But you're, it's not equal. You know what I mean? Like it, it makes no yes. fucking sense. To do that in the workplace or in movies when you be like the dude leads, but more the, but more it doesn't, it's like this Seagal movie we watched the other day that the shitty Seagal movie where he beat the fuck out of the really big guy in the beginning. Yes. And then later he gets out of the cell and it's supposed to be threatening, but it's not threatening because he already fucked him up with ease in the beginning. Yeah. Right. So there's no tension there. There's no tension. Like when J.J. Abrams did that third Star Wars movie in that new trilogy. And it's just like, here's the latest one. I was like, I wonder if Ray's going to be able to defeat Kylo Ren for a third time. Because yeah. she beats mm. him. She beats him in the first film. She beats him in the second film. And then the third film, like, they show in the trailer, they're going to square off. And I'm like, she's beating him twice. Like, yeah. what the fuck? I, I don't even want to go see this movie. Yeah, she's she's two, twice. She's 2-0, and oh, man. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. Again, I don't have a problem <laughs> with her being a female and winning a fight against a male. I have a problem with you fucking beat him in the last two movies and you're <laughs> you building up. He's fighting a third. That'd Bring be like Sugar, Sugar Ray Leonard versus a fucking kindergarten class, right? I'm just like, <laughs> will Sugar Ray be able to take out Vance, the guy that eats paste? <laughs> Fuck. Fuck yeah. the movies. No, you gotta have you gotta have your opponent be threatening. And be yeah. dangerous. Otherwise, what the fuck are you doing? Like, otherwise, it's not a battle and there's no tension. So that's what this movie and some of the other movies that we've done that were really great, like Kill Bill, for example, or like Lady yes. Snowblood. Or like those movies where the the, the the lead character is flawed, but they yes. overcome those flaws and then still triumph in the end. Right? That's what makes a good fucking movie, not a female yeah, lead, yeah, or not a yeah. male that's lead. Just, that's a good that's movie. Just, that's just good storytelling. And this yeah. one, like, she's got autism. She can't connect with people. You know, she can't do this. She can't do that. Like, she doesn't process things the way that most people process things. Yeah. But she does understand that she needs money to help her mother with her cancer treatment like that yes. she understands so yeah. then she just goes around and it's great because she's just sticking her hand out like give me money because these, <laughs> these gangsters right. owe her mother money and she's like give me money Pay and my like, mom. get the fuck yeah they're like get the fuck out of here and then all of a sudden she's fucking throwing pallets at them and you're like all right i i fucking get it like Another one that Shane Black did, The Long Kiss Goodnight, with yes. uh, Gina Davis in the lead. And Samuel Jackson. Samuel fucking Jackson is um, 
you know, not the star of the film. He's a sub character in the film. Yeah. And Gina Davis is a woman that was, you know, like a super hit woman. She was shot in the head, has amnesia, becomes a housewife. And then all of a sudden her other personality starts creeping in. And now she's got to balance, you know, who she thinks she is with this fucking dark part of her life that was a fucking killer that didn't care about people but she now cares about people she's got a husband and a daughter and you're like oh this is fucking interesting like yeah, i like right? i like the challenges that she's going through and this is just a great uh this is a great film and like we said at the beginning i don't think it's exploitive i think that they i think they did a good job at telling a nice character arc yeah no i do too you have to have that and we get the you mentioned the she's afraid of flies thing we get the very first fight scene when Moom at one point throws like an orange or some shit at her or a ball and she's not looking at him, but she catches it. Yes. And then he throws another one and she backhand kind of catches that without looking at it. And he's like, Hmm, we could make some, we could have a hustle here. Yes. So he kind of takes her out. And the next time she's, they're now teenagers. And so we're getting this sort of montage passage of time thing. And they're sitting out basically busking and he's handing out balls to the crowd that are standing all around uh, Zen and they just start firing balls at her and she's just catching them left and right and put them in the basket and then some fucking psycho asshole throws a knife at her face yes and that kicks off the first fight of like Moom is like what in the fuck are you doing you don't throw yeah. a knife at people <laughs> Jesus Christ don't throw a knife at a handicapped teenage girl sitting in a fucking chair like, sir sir you you have crossed the line um but she's she's a black belt in taekwondo and that really shows like you can really see her taekwondo skills here Um, some positives uh she has got great uh screen presence she's got great chemistry like you love to watch her yeah uh and she's got great balance and she's got a little bit of mustard on her kicks like her kicks are yeah you know like those taekwondo fast kicks so they're not and i don't mean this in a in a bad way they're not like those heavy heavy you know, you see the big fucking like Muay Thai, Thai kicks, roundhouse. Yeah. yeah, like roundhouse kicks. Like, yeah. she's doing fast kicks up to the face and, you know, shit like that. <laughs> and they got they got a nice little snap on them, right? They got a little cat of nine tails. Just Yeah, man. It, the accuracy is really good. Yeah. She's flipping around. And the, the choreography of the fights is really good. Like, I like the way, you know, the, the, the first guy grabs her around the throat. And mm. she, she sits back in her chair and kicks his knee out f- backwards. Like, whap, and he yeah. just ends up falling on his face. Like, it's really well thought out. It's really well done. And yes. the moves are are sort of catered to her physicality and her flexibility. And like you said, her, her Taekwondo strengths, right? So it really plays off well. And uh, they, that's this is in the, the part of the movie after that we find out that. I, I do like the scene where the, the knife thing happens. <clears throat> she whoops ass there. And then they go back to the house and... He throws the ball at her, and that's where we find out the the fly thing, where she's scared of flies because yes. he hits her in the side of the head. They get rid of the flies, and then he throws an orange at her when the fly is gone, and she moves back and gets out of the way. And then he holds the fucking knife up like he's going to throw a knife at her. Yes. But the mom comes out and is like, hey, what are you doing? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, and he's like, oh, no, sorry, sorry. sorry. Uh, so, <laughs> what are you? Weird that you'd be here. <laughs> hey, weird that you'd be here right in, the, right in your own home. <laughs> Where you're not supposed to. Yeah. But that's when we find out about the cancer diagnosis. Yeah. And we go through that, which is actually, I think it's very well done. You know, they, they show her going through and getting the diagnosis and getting the meds and getting sick from them. And it's they, really good. They did not skimp because there's a ton 
like we're just talking the film making process here. There's tons of insert shots, you know, of like the pills going into the container up close and yes. you know, they 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 don't just um you have cancer. Like they spend time she's in the hospital bed, she's going through chemo and you know, like there's a lot of the process that they actually shot. They took the time yeah. to get all of those shots. So I appreciated that for sure. Yeah, man, it was well done. I liked it a lot. And they show the effect on on Zen of, you know, like Moom is trying to get her to go home and get some rest, basically. And she just kind of mm. does that, like she's not leaving. Yes. You know, and she does it well, I thought. I mean, you know, you and I, again, have both dealt with kids that didn't want to do shit. And that's what they do. They oh, don't yes. tell you, oh, no, I don't want to do that. They go, Aah! and they push yeah, you away yeah, and fucking just, sit there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, hey, I guess yeah. we're staying. Yeah. I guess we're we're not we're not leaving the theater. All right, all right, that's fine. All right, we'll stay oh. for the second showing. Oh, you wanted to finish your M and M? I just wanted to finish his M and M's. Fuck. Okay, like, but they won't say I'm going to finish. Like they won't say that. Like no. that's what happens. That's just There's the way it is. And they're going to fucking eat them. So mm. I thought they did it well. So they they go through this, and then Moom and Zen are at home, and the mom is in. I believe she's in the hospital. Or she's, I think she's upstairs resting, perhaps. But anyway, that's where they find the ledger book of these crime people that owe her mom money. Yeah. And they realize, oh, fuck, we can go collect this money yes. and get money for mom's cancer treatment because it's obviously expensive. Yeah. And naively, as you know, the, the teenage children, one being severely autistic... <laughs> That they are. They're like, well, we'll just go ask them for the money and they'll just yeah, give it to us, right? Exactly. Yeah. All these, these criminal underlords. These guys just... have, yeah, it's like a lot of people owe Auntie Zin money and uh, they're just like, oh, we'll just go get it. We'll just go ask them for the money and uh, they'll just hand it over. Yeah. And uh, we do get the, the very kind of nice scene where the mom comes down and the Zen accidentally rips the wig off her mom. Yeah. And she sees the hair gone for the first time and she freaks out. I, I thought that was really well done as well, right? Because she obviously that's going to have a dramatic effect on on an autistic kid of seeing your mom in that kind of state, right? Yeah. So I thought they did that. I thought they did a good job, man. Yeah, very well done. So I like you know she freaks out and because her mom's hair is cut, she then takes the fucking scissors and just cuts her hair apart. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you what, she ends up with a pretty nice little bob cut at the end. Of, yeah. of yeah. a handicapped child cutting her own hair turned out pretty well. Yes, yes. <laughs> like you, you cut my hair once, and uh, you it while you were cutting it, well. you were, you were, you were like, "Hey, what do you use the clippers on my hair?" And you're like, "Yeah," and you're like, "Oh fuck, I'm actually doing pretty good at this." And I looked in the mirror, I was like, "This was terrible." Like you did a terrible, you are not, terrible good. You are job. not good at this. So, just want to say that Zen did a much better job <laughs> cutting her own hair than you did with mine. <laughs> Sitting on Legere's deck. I am not a hairdresser. I'll put that out there right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You proved it. You proved it that day. I proved it. So I cut my buddy Dave's hair in Japan one time. And I remember I cut his hair. Same thing. I had the clippers and I was cutting his hair. And I went, yeah. and I said, oh. And he went, what do you mean up? What do you, what do you mean? Uh-oh. Yeah. Like, I know what I mean when I say, oh, what did you just mean? You're cutting my hair, dude. Like, what did you mean? <laughs> I fucked his hair up kind of good. Nice. But anyway, now we get the uh, these two show up at the uh, ice factory, very much like the big boss, as you mentioned earlier. And they ask for the money, and the guy who who owns the ice factory just just like, "Hey, man, you're an idiot. Fuck off. How about that?" Yeah, <laughs> and they yeah. just 
kick them straight out of there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out of my ice factory. <laughs> but there is a fucking hilarious overhead shot yes. of Moom. <laughs> like, it's just the fucking parking lot, and then Moom comes just, like, rolling across the pavement because he was tossed. And you're like, oh, fuck, that was kind of funny. But then Zen comes flying in and lands on top of him. They fucking turfed her, too. I thought it was funny. It was, it was great. Really they just gave them both the bums rush out the ice factory. <laughs> they, they did give them the bums rush. <laughs> Tucked them into the parking lot onto the, onto the <laughs> asphalt. <laughs> they both lay there for a few seconds like, oh, fuck. Like, it's, a, it's a good fucking gag. Oh. And then this is, of course, where Moom explains to her, uh, Moom explains to, to Zen. Uh, Zen that mom needs the money. These guys have the money. If we got the money from them, Mom would be better. And yeah. she just walks up and she's just like, Give me money. Give me that money. <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. <laughs> Give me money. And, and he buddy he throws a fucking abacus at her face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which she catches. Which was oh, yeah. fucking and it fabulous. Shatters, but it was awesome. I thought it was great. It was awesome, dude. I love that. That is the that is the only film that I know of. Definitely the only one that I have seen where someone gets smashed in the face with an abacus. I would have to think pretty hard to think of a secondary film where someone got struck with an abacus. Um, yeah. Nothing comes to mind. But... No, not offhand. I'm trying to think, but I can't I can't place one right off the top of my head. I'm actually having trouble thinking of any film that has an abacus in it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let alone being yeah. struck by one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With that extra detail. Yeah, there's an extra layer there. Of... <laughs> I, I really do like, though, they, they go home after this. And they're back at the house in the apartment, and they show Zen sleeping, and she has this kind of dream sequence that's animated. That's it's really well fucking done. Cool, man. Like I really like it. Yeah. All the bad guys come out like demons, and she's like, "What on?" And the little animated girl is like kneeing, kneeing them in the face and smashing them and martial artsing them and shit like that. It's fucking cool, man. Yeah. It's just her child brain being like, "Oh, I know what I have to do," and yes. it's that realization in her own head. Right? It's fucking great. I really liked it. Because then she gets up and goes back to the goddamn ice factory by herself. By herself in the middle of the goddamn night. In the night. middle of the goddamn like, night. Some beautiful shots of the uh, the fog coming off the ice. And, you know, these guys, they're getting some insert shots of, you know, the saws and the blades cutting the ice and stuff. Again, like, they didn't, they didn't skimp. Like, they didn't have a... Usually when you don't have a budget, like, those things get cut. Yeah. But they still did all their insert shots. They still did kind of like that B, those B-roll type shots, you know, setting the scene of each, uh, the stage of each scene. Yeah. And I thought they did a really good job with it. Reminds me of the old ice factory down at the end of Barrington Street, if you remember that. Yeah, I do remember that fucking Yeah, place. it reminded yeah. me a bit of that, just kind of small and, and with the ice blocks everywhere. It looks cool. But again, uh, Zen just walks in here with this crew of dudes and walks up to the boss and just goes, money, I mean money. Yeah. Give me money. And then these fucking yeah. dudes just start tossing her around. And this is where we get our first actual throwdown scene where she's not yeah. where she's not really playing. Like the first guy is in the, the, the busking fight. That wasn't a very big one, and she beat them up pretty effectively. These guys are throwing her around a little bit, and then she gets pissed. And we get a fight here that's really fucking good. Dude, like hats off to this actor because she really sells this well. Like she does. Like she's not doing the... I have autism over the top. Like, no, she's, she's selling it. Well, she's making it believable as, 
as believable as this actually can be. But man, superb, superb. I really, I want to see more of her in uh, films. Yeah, me too. Me too. And it's it, this is the scene, I believe, where they would have been the side-by-side with Bruce in The Big Boss. Because she does a lot of yes. like the, the thumbing of the nose and the whoa! Yes. Like she makes the Bruce noises and shit in this fight scene. Yes. And it's fucking cool. Yeah. It, even by itself, it's cool. I would love to yeah. see it side-by-side with Bruce and, uh, yes. and watch them do it together. It would be fucking cool. Because, man, her kicks, like you said earlier... They got some stank on him, and she's hitting dudes. <laughs> she, yeah, <laughs> you know, smacking. And this is the first time uh, of her facial expressions because she's copying some of Bruce Lee's facial expressions. So she looks really confident, yeah. right? Like she looks very confident in what she's doing. And there's a dude that throws a round kick at her, like a high roundhouse kick, yep. and she throws it, and they both land. Well, hers lands just slightly before his does, yep. and she knocks him out. It's fucking cool. It's really good. They, there's some good choreography, too, with the ice blocks, because a couple dudes slide ice blocks towards her. Oh, they're sliding ice blocks in, and they got these nice overhead shots of you know ice blocks coming in from different angles. It's it's exciting. It's good. Yeah, man. There's some, there's some innovative, cool shit here. And there's this one dude. I don't know what this fucking machine is. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's like it's like it looks like it looks like a planer. It looks like but your, your ice is but fucking uh, yeah. Your ice is this this size. You just push it through here, and it comes out the other side. But yeah, I know what you're gonna say. And she, yeah, she she's fighting a dude, and she front kicks the dude like teeps him, and he goes through the fucking machine. Bah! And comes out yeah. the other side, yeah. and it makes yeah. that noise. Yeah. And you're like, oh fuck! The foley, yeah, the foley's like, <laughs> Jesus! I'm like, oh my god! I think they just fucking blinded that guy's dick off as he went that guy through. used to be seven inches crazy. now he's three fuck <laughs> yeah Around. fuck it's always cold <laughs> fuck my michael dufrakis has been removed <laughs> took off his army hat god damn it jesus <laughs> but it was a, and anyway yeah <laughs> it was a dope little she, scene man i liked it it was good oh this scene was fun as shit they fuck she fucks all these dudes up there's probably i don't know what eight dudes there yeah that yeah she fucks up yeah probably give or take and uh you know in a very fun way fucks these dudes up and uh the the boss guy comes up behind her with a like kind of a cleaver thing i guess and she kind yeah. of feels him senses him whatever Whoa, bam picks him with a back kick and beats the fuck out of this dude and takes the money yeah it's awesome all this fucking ice falls on his face. It's really well done. Like, I liked it a lot. Yeah, he gets the ice ice cocky there, the ice bukkake to the face. <laughs> but she, ice cocky. <laughs> she uh she uh when when he comes up, she she delivers a kick and you can tell that, you know, there's clearance there, right? You can tell that they angled it properly, but it looks solid. It looks like it looks like an actual hit even though yep. like at that speed it would have fucking killed him, but um it looks like a fucking <laughs> really good hit. But good, good choreography, good control. Because there's a couple hits that dudes just really get kicked in the fucking mouth. <laughs> like, oh yeah, in this film, yeah, yeah. And then she she comes home here after taking the the money and tosses it to Moom, who sits up and is like, "What the fuck?" And she's obviously exhausted. Just goes blacks out in her room, and he's like, "What the fuck?" Where did this bag of money yeah. come from? This <laughs> like, what fanny the fuck? pack. This fanny pack that she fucking lifted off this dude. And they decide they're going to go to the next place. And uh, they're just going Psych around. number on two. Fucking scooter. 
Can you just imagine though, like uh, you know, like a little fat guy with a man purse and a handicapped girl come into your business <laughs> on a scooter, and they're like, "Give us the fucking money you owe her mother," and you're like, "Get the fuck out of here!" And then she beats up your warehouse full of workers. <laughs> you're just like trying to explain that. I love this scene though, because like you said, they walk up very unthreatening. There yeah. is a, a there is a little bit of uh, Jet Li unleashed syndrome here with her where she's like literally holding his arm and looking like she can't do anything yes and then you know the the, the, moom is like hey man you owe uh, this girl's mother some money and he's like oh oh what's her name zin oh yeah yeah how much do i owe i owe something yeah yeah right 85 okay yeah get the money and like you think like oh this is gonna go super well and then they're like fuck off yeah (laughs) yeah just tell it tell him to fuck off and get out of here and then they start beating up moom and playing monkey in the middle with the money basically yeah yeah that's exactly and uh zen uh zen gets to a point where she has had much more than enough of that shit (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) and uh fight scene number three commences with fucking gusto because this one's awesome once it gets rolling this one and then there's one in the kitchen Yes. And yeah, this yeah, movie yeah. this movie understands escalation because uh-huh. each each fight just amps it up a little bit more to the point where you just keep like, Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end you're just you're just screaming and people think that, you know, you have autism because you're just sitting in front of the TV <laughs> not ah, saying anything. Walking back just and forth. Oh, screaming, no! oh my god. <laughs> Uh, it's fucking, uh, it's fucking great. Like she is incredibly athletic in this particular yes. one. Like she's running oh through God. a warehouse, like, and these warehouse workers are coming around and there's all these fucking off brand TVs and shit. And she is just like running through this place, jumping over tables. It's very exciting. And this is one of those choreography, um, moments where it's, it's so fucking good. Like, this is Jackie Chan-esque choreography. Yeah, very you know much I mean? so. Like, she's using the environment. She's kicking chairs at dudes. That that one guy that grabs her from behind and she just grabs his pants and sits down and pants him. And he's like, fuck, oh, my underwear. Yeah, <laughs> and then she does like a fucking double scorpion type kick. I can't quite remember, but she does some sort of kick like that. But yeah, this is very Jackie Chan. So this would have been, been cut with some Jackie Chan shit. Some Jackie super Chan scene. Or, yeah. Your drunken master or some shit like and there's a scene here coming up where she's fighting this dude. She ends up, like, escalating herself, like, literally, like, going up on top of some pallets. And she does this, like, double kick, like, the spinning back jump kick off yes. this and kicks this dude in the chest. It's fucking awesome, first of all. The kick is in slow-mo, so you see it hit. Yeah. And that stuntman got fucking hit. And then there's another scene where a guy's on top of a box, like a wooden pallet Dude, box. yes. She kicks his feet out and he lands on his chest like fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's a good like that's a good fall because that guy did not attempt to uh, protect no, himself. No, he took that hit hard. And but the splits jump, man, the splits jump is my favorite thing here. Describe I was, that. I was just I about it. to say that's it's fucking mental because she she's on top of a I don't know what is it six and a half feet probably like a counter ledge thing. Yeah, and there's a row of lockers across from her that's probably five or six feet across a, a, a hall, like an alleyway in this warehouse. And a guy yeah. chases her up and she jumps and spins 180 degrees. But as she's spinning, she does the splits in the fucking air and lands in the splits on top of the lockers <laughs> on the other side. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. It it's was awesome. Great. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. They got that in a little bit of a slow-mo shot, so it looked really cool. Yeah. I loved it. Really good. And there's a bit of an elevated fight scene here. There's a, 
there's there's a guy. <laughs> she's fighting. Who dies? She's fighting yeah. on a, a ledge here with a railing that's probably six or seven feet up. And a guy goes on the railing or like sort of on the other side of the railing. So not where you're standing, but on the outside of the railing. And she kicks this fucking dude like in the thighs or some shit. So he falls backwards, yeah. but his legs go out from under him. And he does a fucking front body drop from like eight feet onto the concrete. Onto the concrete. Like like face first. He he basically does a goddamn belly flop onto the yeah, concrete. Yeah, and they fucking show it. And And my next favorite thing is... I don't know how this girl did not die because she is running and a dude fucking hucks a full pallet at her and she does a she drops to her knees and does like a rock star power yes. slide. The pallet goes over her face as she slides under the glass table, power sliding. <laughs> yes. And it almost hits her because it's in slow motion oh. and it's fucking real. And then she pops up, fucking does a little shooby doo move. Fucking kicks this guy who falls back and lands on the glass table, and the fucking glass does not look like safety glass. It probably yeah. was, but uh, it was fucking great, man. Like he throws that pallet yeah. and she does the slide. It's like something from the fucking Matrix, but it's awesome. Just for real, <laughs> like it's something yeah. from the Matrix, but in real life. But real life. And two quick things about that kick that she did. She gets up, does the flippy flip over the guy. She does like a jumping axe kick is the kick she hits him with, and you see her foot hit his head. Oh. Like, like she kicked that fucking guy. Wabap! Squaw. And then he falls back through the... <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully through the uh, safety glass table, but I'm not sold. I, th- I think that was a regular table, but... I think that was a real glass table they just told that guy to jump through, because the back of his head misses the far side of the table edge... Oh. That's yeah, metal, the metal by part. what? Like a fucking centimeter, maybe? Like, like maybe. literally a centimeter. Like, oh, don't worry, yeah. the, the glass is breakaway. Yeah, but the fucking supporting uh, <laughs> beam of the table. The metal. That almost went through the metal his frame fucking, isn't. Yeah. Jesus. I guess the Fuck next warehouse man. that he works at had better have a ramp. Because <laughs> that dude, that dude got fucked up. He got fucked up and far from home. Damn. Holy shitballs. So yeah, they the the bad guys now, um the Thai gangster guy and his ladyboy gang of mobsters. And we also get a quick little shot here of the guy who fights later. Yeah, I called him if Asian he, Super Greg. I called him Asian, Asian Super, Super Greg, Greg last time. Right. Cuz he's wearing the fucking Adidas fucking tracksuit and uh, he's got that fucking <laughs> buzz haircut. If you don't know who Super Greg is, you need to Google and or YouTube that shit immediately. But look up look up Super Greg, and when you see him, it is Asian Super Greg. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they see him, the, the Thai gangster boss and the ladyboy enforcers, see them fucking up this warehouse gang and realize, oh, these kids are coming. And they go now, Moom and Zen, to the third place, which is the kitchen you mentioned earlier, the meat factory. But when they go in, because it's a meat factory, there's flies everywhere, and Zen freaks out. Yeah, because she's terrified of of the uh, flies, and she again, does not like flies. Let's uh, let's be honest. I think that's kind of fucking stupid. But like, yes. the, I think the fly part is stupid. But I think it's really smart that they gave her an additional weakness because now we've seen her beat the ever loving shit out of 
two warehouses full of people and <laughs> yes. you're like okay now we're gonna go to another warehouse and beat up some people and you're like well i wonder how the fuck that's gonna go right, right. and they're like aha uh-huh, but she's terrified of flies and this is you know some sort of carnivore fucking haven for rotten meat and it's <laughs> laden it's laden with the house flies and she's terrified of them but then moom gets a pretty great idea and He realizes, oh, there's a ton of flies there, but I can get this Scuba Steve mask. um, Scuba Steve. They're going to put on her (laughs) so she doesn't have to deal with the flies. And that saves her a little bit. So they go back now to the meat factory, which honestly is probably the same place as the ice factory. But it's it's set up like a, a meat cutting place with big, big tables and meat hanging everywhere. And dude, this fight scene is my second favorite. This fight seems Dude, fucking ridiculous. It, it is amazing. First of all, when they show up to it, you got all these cuts of meat. They've got these red fucking gels on there, so the entire thing is like this wash of blood yeah. red. Yeah. And then you got a whole bunch of sweaty motherfuckers all carving up meat. With it big makes knives. like I've I fucking love meat, but I'm looking at all this fucking stinky-ass meat hanging with flies around it, and I'm like, ugh, this is gross. So yeah. they did a really good job, again, of like, okay, let's put some obstacles in this girl's way. She's she's starting to get a hold of things. Let's put some obstacles in, and there she is with her goddamn mask, and she's asking for money, but the buddy's just like, fuck off. Go yep. away. Just walks away from her, and she can't do shit. And then he says, get it if you can, and he sinks the cleaver into the pig's face. Oh, yeah. Fucking craziness. And then all these guys who are cutting meat come out to effectively murder this fucking autistic girl. But we see that I do like the slow motion of the fly flying through the screen because Moom has the electric tennis racket fly swatter thing and is just taking out the flies. Yes. And she looks at him and he's like, ha ha, like fucking Zorro. Yes. And he's taking out all these flies. And then Zen realizes, oh, Moom's got the flies. I'll fuck these guys up. And now we have a crazy fight scene. Crazy Dude, fight scene. There's two fucking moments in this fight scene where I'm like, that yes. guy almost fucking died. Yeah. I fucking love this. Like, there's a dude that comes at her and swings the fucking knife like Jason. And she <laughs> grabs his fucking apron and starts fucking <laughs> yeah. flinging him around. Like, the fight choreography is fantastic. And dudes are tumbling to the ground. It's so good. It's so good. When she throws them, it's not like a nice clean throw sometimes. She throws them and Buddy's leg smashes off the top of the fucking countertop and shit. Like, it's There's a fucking it's dude. Awesome. There's a dude that fucking throws a knife at her and she moves and oh. it digs into a hanging pig's carcass. Yes. And I'm pretty fucking sure, dude. I'm pretty fucking <laughs> sure that that is just a motherfucker that threw a knife and she dodged it. a little it. girl. Like, yeah, that is a man. Like, like, it was fucked. The scene where he throws the the same guy throws a knife at her and it ricochets off of the fucking cage and comes back and sticks in his titty. <laughs> that was so funny. Again, like this is this is more of like a Jackie Chan ish uh, fight scene, like a little bit more because she's like using the environment and running around. But yeah, yeah, that was so funny when the buddy threw the knife and it bounced back and stuck in his chest and he's like, Eah! like everything's so stopped. good. Everything stops yes. like dink, and you're like, "What happened?" And you, then you realize, "Oh, there's a fucking giant knife in his right pack." Like, <laughs> dude, which 
there's a dude that goes flying off of a big butcher's block table. Yes. And all of his body goes except for his, like, his upper leg. shoulders yeah. hit the corner. <laughs> like, his upper shoulders hit the corner of the fucking butcher's block. And you're like, holy fuck. Like, that would hurt so bad. Like, every time somebody goes down in this, you're just like, oh, my God, that would hurt so bad. Like, There's so many off. things. There's the guy that falls off the end and... He's crouched under where the the end, the butt end of the table is that she's standing on. And a guy kicks a knife at her and she jumps over it as the guy fucking looks up. And he sees the knife coming at him and he ducks. But the knife spins off the end of the table and sticks into a fucking pig's face on the other counter. Yeah. I think they really slid a knife at that guy's fucking head. Fuck. And there's a dude that just does a... (laughs) fucking johnny ass cracker off the fucking table onto the concrete yeah like a johnny ass cracker that you would do in a pool for fun oh yeah okay. and then she puts a meat hook through a guy's leg I was just like there's say, so much that happens then th- this this was the one thing that made me like oh my jesus fuck because a guy throws a kick at her and she moves and like grabs his leg and swings it and she fucking sinks his ankle into this goddamn meat hook and he yes. looks at it like, oh, like you see the hook. But then beyond that, she kicks his fucking support leg out. <laughs> she, she roundhouse <laughs> kicks his supporting leg. So he throws a high roundhouse kick and gets a fucking meat hook through the fucking calf ankle area. <laughs> and while he's like, holy fuck, I can't believe that, she kicks out his supporting leg. So now he's dangling from his fucking Achilles tendon Dude. from a fucking filthy meat hook <laughs> that a rotting pig was used for earlier in the day oh my it's fucking badass baby this Jesus. is this is this is an amazing fight scene this is really like we do a lot of martial arts films yeah this is really good man like this, this is, is really really good top shelf shit man this is top shelf shit and i fucking love the end of this because <laughs> the guy with the um the, the uh she picks up the staff the metal bar and she fucks yeah. up a couple of dudes with the metal bar which is great really good shit and then the the boss comes out and she fucks up the boss for a minute. And then the boss picks up a big fucking knife. She sees that he's going to throw the knife at her. So she picks up a fucking sheet pan. And as he yes. throws the knife at her, she swats it and it hits the same guy that still has the knife stuck in his titty. <laughs> yes. And Which it was fucking sticks broadside to his belly. Flap. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. There's two other things. There was one. There was these like concrete pillars that are like. Uh, oh Jesus, you would imagine that yes yeah there's a fucking dude that gets kicked uh front kicked and he lands like back first onto a concrete like like the lower back yeah. lands on top of one of the concrete pillars it's like oh my god that would hurt so badly yeah it's like one so of those badly it's like it's like four of those little concrete pillars that you have for like security pillars to keep cars yeah. from driving into buildings yes there's like four of those and she fucking kicks the dude and he lands on his back on those like fuck like, that oh. would hurt so much <laughs> and then, well then she front kicks she front kicks the owner and there was a fucking uh like a good four to five inch nail sticking out of like a crate <laughs> yeah. and it goes right into the guy's ass and you're like oh but it's not like a three stooges like doink <laughs> like 
like, no, it's it like goes sunk. into his ass cheek. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like if, uh, if like Clifford the Big Red Dog was shooting steroids, like that's, that would be the size of it. <laughs> anyway, so this fucking thing goes into this guy's ass and he starts, he starts pulling it out and it's all fucking covered in rust in his own blood and he's slowly pulling his ass away from this fucking of nail coming out of the wall. <laughs> and he's just, and they cut to his face and he's like, oh God, this hurts. He's wincing and just as soon as he gets out, she kicks him back onto it. <laughs> and I don't know what's worse. Like if the nail went in the same hole, or if it created a new hole, I don't know. I don't know. Like I was thinking, I was like, "Would I want a new hole in my ass?" Yeah. Or, I, anyway, I don't know which one would be it. would be bad, but <laughs> they're both but, awful. Yeah, they're both awful. But she definitely tore the guy a new asshole. Oh like, fuck yeah! Legit shit balls. So now we get a bit of a break in the in the fighting. We've had three really dope fight scenes that happened real quick here, and then we get uh, the 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 mom back at the house here paying for her cancer treatments, but she sees that Zen and Moom are kind of beat up a little bit. And then the, the Thai mobster guy sent Zin, the mom sent her, her fucking toe back in the goddamn mail. And Zen, Zen gets it like, Holy fuck. Like this blackened fucking, here come the Blackfoot fucking toe shows up in the mail. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Awful. Time to make a sour toe cocktail, everybody. <laughs> yeah, awful. But they're they're telling her now. They let the mom know now. Like, hey man, we're going out to get this money for you because you're dying, and we need you to pay for it. Blah blah blah. Like, we get the exposition here of what's going on. Yeah, it, this this film is like really really good. It does go through periods that are a little bit more like the TV movie because the action set pieces are really really good like they're they're the stuff that i live for they're the stuff that i say you know it's a 10 out of 10 but they also did a lot of work in kind of building out the exposition and you know setting them up here i'm probably not right but i think that they could have sped these up a little bit but that's probably because my adrenaline gets pumping so much from the uh from the fight scenes that all of a sudden, you know, we're going to do a fucking three shot on the couch and they're going to talk for fucking six minutes. I'm like, yeah, can we go back to... Probably could have let Remember that go. When... Remember when that guy got the nail in the ass? Like, can we do more of that? <laughs> more more ass nailing, please? Although we do get Moom showing up to the sushi place here and getting shot by the ladyboy. <laughs> oh, fuck. Dude, that was insane. <laughs> like, Yeah, that was nuts. Like, right out of the goddamn blue. Yeah, like he's he's leaving the sushi place. Ladyboy gangster does not fuck around. Like no, does Ladyboy not fuck honey around. Yeah, she yeah, she's she sees him and she's like she just looks at him, smiles, pulls a gun out of her purse and and just smiles and I'm like, "Uh-oh, they're going to kidnap Noom." And boom, she pulls the trigger and I'm like, <laughs> "What the fuck? Holy shit. No!" Moom shot Moom in the face or whatever. Like you don't even know what happened to him. You just think they just fucking killed Moom for real. Holy they shit. killed him. She turned it sideways, gangster style too, just before she fucking popped off. Totally did. She got great hair, by the way. Just because the next scene, they're sitting on this Thai balcony, having some uh, some snacks or whatever, and they're talking about uh, Zin. Great hair. And does not give a fuck because you know, Zero like. Fucks. She shot a kid, and now she's having snacks on a balcony. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like zero. The fucks. next scene, <laughs> yeah, I shot that fucking kid. I yeah. shot Moom. Shot that kid right. I here. do not give a flying fuck <laughs> about that kid. We get word to uh, the Japanese father now 
that something's going on. I believe Zen, not Zen, I'm sorry, Zin, uh, I think probably wrote him to say what's going on with his daughter yeah. back in Fukuoka in Japan. Incidentally, that's where I met my wife, Fukuoka, Japan. In Fukuoka. Nice. I met her in Fukuoka, Japan. I did. Where were you, what were you doing? I was at a teacher's meeting. We were both at a, a teacher's conference when we were teaching there. Oh. Well, way, way back in 97. Holy. The year of our Lord, 97. I don't believe that shit. Fuck that. But anyway, um, <laughs> I forget actually what happens next. I'm just kind of watching the film here. I haven't watched it since we fucking did it. Whatever. Oh, this is where the ladyboys come into the apartment. Right. Yeah, so we get the um, the Thai guy sent some of the ladyboys to kill uh, the the is it the, it's the Japanese father they sent him to kill, right? Am I correct in that, or are they? Because this team of four ladyboys shows up in the apartment, and they look fucking dope. Just by way of explanation, they got their cool little skirts on and shit. They look fucking awesome. Just one sec. Let's let it play for a sec so we see what's what. All right. Boom! There we go. Oh, Ex- fuck. Excellent squibbing, by the way. <sighs> fuck. All right, yeah. So, what I found really interesting is, like, uh, they fucking, these four fucking ladyboys show up to do some go-go shit. They go into <laughs> the apartment, and I think our Japanese gangsters send a guy to the apartment, too. So, the Japanese guy is there yes. fucking doing his shit. And then all of a sudden, the four fucking ladyboy henchmen killers show up, and they're like, oh, nobody's here. Well, let's fucking chill. And they all just fucking sit on the couch, and they're just sitting there, and all of a sudden, boom. Like, one gets fucking shot with a squib that explodes everywhere, and it was fucking awesome. Like, it was really good. Like, they fucked it up. It's fucking fantastic. Who was the Japanese guy? Because the Japanese guy, when he gets shot was on the phone with the Japanese father. Yeah, he was he was on the phone with him because he's basically trying to figure out what's going on. So uh, the Japanese guy was doing some reconnaissance, reconnaissance for uh, Zen's dad back in Japan, and then Ladyboys right. okay, showed up. He killed, the, uh, he killed the Ladyboys, and he was just like, hey, boss, uh, I found out some shit. And then some shit's happening. Bam! Lady, ladyboy gang leader fucking comes in and shoots him. So it was fucking crisscross everywhere, man. Everyone got fucked up on Criss-cross that Crisscross applesauce, fucking Macbeth showing <laughs> Criss- up. Crisscross. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, yeah everybody gets shot there. Up. Yeah, they all got shot up, and then the dad's like, fuck this noise, man. My boy just got shot. There's fucking... Ladyboy massacres and fucking fly-ridden pig farms. I got to fucking. My daughter's get over there. in danger. goddammit, it! <laughs> so I'm going to danger. get her. And his uh, so, Japanese, yeah. his Japanese bosses are not fucking happy with him. They got the sourpuss look on their faces. Yeah, they're pretty fucking cheesed off. But honestly, when he was in the dojo and they were all fucking sitting there watching it, it it fucking made me think of Shokasugi. Yeah. In fucking Enter the Ninja, when he kept fucking sliding into the door frame. <laughs> In a fucking MC Hammer stance. Remember he was doing the MC that Hammer crab was walk one of the stance? Funniest things I've That's ever one of the fucking best fucking seen. things I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Like I don't know if I coming out harder. Dude, I fucking just that. about pissed my pants because he just comes fucking MC Hammer, you can't touch this fucking crab sideways walk, and he's got the fucking uh, sigh, and then he fucking goes 
he goes sideways out the door and then he comes back immediately with the fucking chucks oh my god it let was come back with amazing the hang on a sec i'll come back with the tonfa what's up <laughs> hang on a second let me get my sword <laughs> <laughs> and the japanese guys just just were looking at each other and smiling and nodding the whole time oh my like that that's still one of my favorite things in a movie like that was some it's of the so fucking stupid it's yeah. so stupid and it's so hilarious anyways i all every time i see a fucking dojo now with tommy mads <laughs> i always just i can't help it i can't help but picture that man no it's so great and uh zen and zin i wish their names were slightly different but uh zen and zin here go to the it looks like a little izakaya like a little japanese breakfast place yeah. to ta- raise tatami mats in the middle she goes to this place to talk to the thai boss um and a bunch of the henchmen are around here now. We're kind of leading into the the final bit of the the fight scene here, or the final bit of the movie. But we still have like half an hour to go. Like we're only about an hour in. This movie's a tight hour and a half, so you can't really cut a hell of a lot out of it. But, Dude, uh, like the when they're when they're cutting to some of the henchmen, there's that. Um, uh, she's Asian, but she's got really really dark skin, and she's got the cornrows. Yes, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. She's fucking tough as shit later oh, on. Like, yeah, she like, is. like they 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 picked some really good people to uh, to work the stunts on this, and uh, they're all kind of like just looking at them. But uh, there's some really really good fighters and some really like you can tell that some of them are a little bit more stunt performers, and yes. then you can tell when the action kicks up. You can tell some of them are just like they went to a fucking Thai boxing school and grabbed a couple motherfuckers and yeah. made them thugs. Like they're just like, here, throw some fucking kicks and put some stank on it, Ike. And that's what they do. <laughs> and, and they're fucking kick. Like they, there's some fucking kickers in this movie. Like some real, like I'm not talking movie kicking. I'm talking like, no, like legit kickers, like, like legit kickers. It's, it's a good movie for this man. I like it. Shit kickers. You might call them. <laughs> hey, put on your shit kickers <laughs> and kick some shit. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's fucking good. There's a good scene coming up here where, where Zen fights those two female henchmen. Um, Fuck, but we get this great. little scene here first where, uh, the guns come out and the Thai boss is trying to fight with Zin and guns go off, and the ladyboy boss has the gun to uh, Zen's face, but she gets out of the way and kind of kicks it up out of the way. And uh, holy shit, dude. Like, this is a good little gunfight escalation lead into the, the sort of first half of the last fight. Yeah, like, this is kind of, we're into the third act now. Zin and the Thai boss are fighting. And they did a good job with her because at the beginning of the film, they had her makeup done and she looked really, really young and youthful. And now she's going through chemo and, you know, like they haven't really aged her per se, but they, um, you know, they take the makeup off. She's wearing like a a scarf on her head because she's losing her hair. And you can see that she's, you know, kind of losing her strength and her uh, vitality. Yeah. But then he shoots her in the fucking back. Like, jesus like there's no yeah. fucking getting away from that like that was he shot that was zen tough. in the back man god damn it i felt bad but then that one of the, the henchmen with the checkerboard do-rag is fighting zen and zen has enough wherewithal to grab the thai boss's gun and shoots her and then shoots the ladyboy boss yeah but then uh, the the checkerboard guy throws fucking zen out through the the rice paper wall and now she's fighting checkerboard hat guy and the two female henchmen this is this is fucking good man this is really good like 
those two female henchmen, um, again, there, there's one of them that's uh, really, really dark-skinned, and yep. I don't think she's like a professional choreographer, but she might be a professional fucking fighter because she's Tough got shit. some fucking, yeah, she's got like this, she's got this muscled body. Like she's fucking very athletic and she's just dropping these kicks. Like, well, and she also, when she gets hit, like she has no problem just chucking herself around. Like she gets the fucking <laughs> yes. son. Yeah. Like she, she does drops. Like it's yeah. fucking fun to watch. Yeah, so yeah, I like some, it, man. She's got some beefy ass kicks, and well, of course, and the other uh, chick in the purple shirt. There's yes. a, there's a kick there where she roundhouse kicks and Zen spins under and grabs her leg and pulls it out, and she just fucking drops her to the ground like full on wide shot. I love the wide shots where you can see what's yes. happening. It's so yes. good. Every neighborhood yeah. had a kid with a purple shirt. Used to do roundhouse kicks, run real fast. You've seen them. <laughs> <laughs> if Cosby commentated martial arts films, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's, he would have roofied dope. these girls. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'd fucking need to <laughs> roofie them to stop them. Like I wouldn't oh, molest them. I'm just saying, like I just couldn't to stop them. them from kicking your ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, holy shit. Stop and I do like beating my ass. <laughs> Uh, again, under the under the pipes and that great thing here, they're having like a fight yes. scene in a squat position. Very cool, oh, it's, man. It's some cool really shit. cool. It's cool because she's like down on her hands and knees, crawling around. She does kind of like a one of those like scorpion type kicks, or like she's crawling on her hands and knees and throwing back kicks and stuff. It's 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 dope. I liked it. Okay, speaking of taking a hit, the girl that you mentioned with the cornrows, she stands up and Zen jumps at her with a fucking flying knee and kicks her into a pipe. Yeah. Like into it. <laughs> like <laughs> backwards, folded her in half into a fucking one of those pipes that comes up out of a roof and takes it's, a 90 degree turn. Like it's it's like a culvert pipe. Like yeah. it's a it's it's like 2 feet wide and she runs and does a double flying knee and knocks this woman into the pipe. Like yeah, so just her like fucking she's feet gone. are sticking out. She's gone. Yeah, just these little work boots are <laughs> sticking out the end. It was fucking great, man. It was yeah. awesome. Really good. Yeah, I like those two girls. Yeah, they're awesome. So good. And then Zen goes inside into the big sort of training matrix training area and has to whoop ass on like twenty dudes. And this is also a really good fight. We always talk about waiting around syndrome. There's not yes. a lot of it here, man. This is well choreographed, so dudes are always running in or out. It's great. Well, they're either running in or out, or at the very least, they're not in the shot. Like, that's, yes. the, that's yeah. the real thing, because, you know, uh, she beats the ass out of five guys, then the camera pans over, and there's like ten more guys on the other side of the dojo that were just watching it, and then they run over. Or they're, so, or they're running towards her. Yeah, yeah. They're right? just like not, they're... not in the shot standing around like an asshole. <laughs> like an asshole <laughs> waiting their turn yeah it's great and there's some cool fucking choreography here man like she's you mentioned earlier the the taekwondo black belt in the athleticism like she's jumping around there's a little bit of wire work yeah but not enough to make it crazy and dude i'm gonna mention this running fucking jumping knee to the face of this dude that's on his hands and knees because there's a guy that goes down and she like takes a big step towards him and throws a jumping right knee at this dude and smashes yes. him in the fucking face it, just before looked, Asian Super Greg comes in. <laughs> yeah, Asian Super Greg comes in, but it looks like she just points her knee at him and then just fucking accelerates into his face like a missile. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is crazy. But yeah, then 
Super Greg, Asian Super Greg comes out, who is <laughs> essentially a guy uh, with Tourette syndrome. Yes, uh, because that's because handicaps are superpowers in this every, universe. Everybody knows Tourette's is how you counter autism. <laughs> well, the, yes, that's the, the, the that's reversal the, fucking that's the move. You know, uh, I'll Fabian your Hannibal with uh, my <laughs> <laughs> autism versus Tourette's. That's but, the exploding kitten's nope card to the autism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <It's> the, <laughs> he, he, he starts beating the shit out of her uh, with his, like... Super um, Tourette's. Super Tourette's. <laughs> and gives her a few kicks. And then all of a sudden, she, like, watches him. And then much like she watched Tony Ja, Bruce Lee, and Jackie Chan, she starts doing twitching so now she has both autism and Tourette's which is a dangerous combination <laughs> in the dojo and but I do, for anybody I, listening to this this sounds ridiculous but it yeah. doesn't play it doesn't play that ridiculous on screen no it doesn't and they do a good job because they've already set up that Zen can watch something and mimic it because she already watched Tony Jaw and Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan and the Muay Thai guys and they show her watching the movie and her eyes kind of like following the action real close and learning how to do it. And then when Asian Super Greg comes in here and starts whooping her ass, she takes those five seconds and they do the same thing where they show her like, okay, I'm watching him and patterning him and I'm getting what he's doing. Okay, now I understand what he's doing. Okay, now I can fuck him up. It's already been established yeah. as part of the game. You know what I mean? It's part of her world. It's not something they just threw in at the last second as a fix it all. It's already been there. Yeah. So it, it, it works well. It plays well. I thought it played well anyway. I, again, I don't think they're making fun of people who have fucking Tourette's or anything. I mean, no, he's a goddamn I, I, mob enforcer for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's got a high, he's got a high ranking job. And like, yeah. you know, he's on the ground and he's got, he's wearing like fucking hospital bracelets and shit. So like, you know, he's, he's, he's been to the hospital recently for treatment. So, you yeah. know, he's being, he's being taken care of to some degree. So they end up fighting, and then Zen's dad comes in. Japanese guy shows up, and I like the fact that, like, six guys run at him with swords, and he just takes out his gun and shoots the fuck out of the first, like, yeah. eight guys. He actually eliminates of quite a few. Um, I, if I don't, if, correct me if I'm wrong, but is there not a scene where a fucking sword goes into a pole in this fight scene? I'm I just trying so. to remember. And I, think so. I was just like, what the fuck? Because it was right by somebody's head. And I'm like, well, if it was fucking, if the sword was strong enough to go into a fucking wooden pole, yeah. like, it's, it's also, to go it's also strong enough person. to go th through a fucking person's melon. Um, but yeah, this is a great, uh, great sword fight. These guys, you know, get into it. There's good There's sword fighting in this, man. Yeah. This it's, is a good sword good. scene. Yeah. I enjoy it. And again. It. Zen is watching her dad sword fight a bunch of guys all at once here. And she you can see again, they do that like I'm patterning it thing. I'm watching. What is he doing? How is he fighting? You can see that real quick. And the mom, Zin, picks up a sword. She's sword fighting. But then the fucking Japanese guy comes up and tries to stab the dad. And the mom steps in between and gets fucking stabbed through the back by the goddamn sword. Yeah, which is unfortunately sucks man it sucks i wanted her to make it but i mean she's got cancer she got shot she got stabbed like she's pretty much fucking rasputin yeah. at this point you know. yeah yeah she just <laughs> gets up picks up a sword it's like you know you have like seven white blood cells left um, <laughs> right <laughs> so maybe you shouldn't be sword fighting in a fucking sushi restaurant yeah. miss eight guys but, 
So yeah, dad's trying to fight and protect mom and, you know, all these other guys are trying to fight. All the henchmen now are still fighting. But then Zen goes over and picks up, I believe she picks up two of the sword scabbards. She doesn't actually pick up a sword, right? She does not, but dude... Fuck, I loved this. This is fantastic. She is so good. She's just using the scabbards, but she's doing these these, um, half hard, half soft. Like, she's blocking and striking at the same time. Like, her blocks are strikes. Yes. They're fucking great. Uh, Her accuracy and, you know, that, that snapping with punches and kicks, like stopping them on the contact. I thought it was great. I thought it was awesome. Really I good. I loved this part. I mean, the, the the swords would cut right through the scabbards because they're just balsa wood most of the time. But, I mean, th- for the movie, I'll let that shit slide, man. This is really goddamn good because she sees her oh, dad yeah. get cut up a little bit. There's some really good CGI blood in this. And the dad sees Zen pick up the scabbards and is like, holy fuck, my daughter's going to get killed. And then he blacks out. Right. Yeah. And then Zen just goes fucking jyd on these last couple guys just fucking pop 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 pop. like she just starts laying waste to these fucking dudes and it's great again choreography top notch you know she's fighting three and four guys at a time and they're all coming at her it's great yeah and she's doing like i love how she's doing these free flow block strike block strike block strike kick she's doing full combinations yep um and they're covering it with like you know, like a 20 or a 24 millimeter lens, like nice and wide. You see everything. You see the opponent's sword come in. You see her scabbards come up and block. Like you actually see the action and it just feels so much better than watching that fucking shaky cam garbage. Yeah, I like this so much. One thing I really like is when when people have a weapon, a sword, a nunchuck, a sword scabbard, whatever, but they don't just use that. You know what I mean? Like, she's still kicking and elbowing yeah. and shit, even though she has those yes. things. It's fantastic. Like, most of the time, you give somebody a sword, all they're going to use is the sword. Right? Yeah. It's now a sword fight. But I love it when guys, like, she she kicks the leg out of a dude. You know what I mean? Like, he's standing in front of her, and bap, he kicks his thigh and drops him. Yeah. And then smashes the guy behind him. And then she's she's spin kicking and spinning through the air. It's fucking awesome. It's really well done. Like... The use of weapons, even if she has a physical, actual weapon, is uh, it's extraordinarily well done. I liked it a lot. All right, here here comes the climax where everybody gets fucking hurt, dude. Everybody gets hurt. Eh, like I don't think there's one person that doesn't get legitimately physically hurt. Last part. I feel like an asshole, but this is my favorite part oh, of the film. Like definitely. I'm not fucking wishing pain on anybody, but there's these stunts. These stunts are like okay. Well, I guess there's. I guess we're done the movie, so let's do some real dangerous shit because we're not working tomorrow, no matter what. Movie's over, so Um, how many people can we put in the hospital today? So, uh, help me set this up because you've got basically a row of like commercial buildings, right? Like little shops and apartments. Yep. And then you've got like an elevated train platform running parallel to these buildings, about I don't know what twenty feet apart from each other. About that, yeah. And then. On the building side, you've got all kinds of signage and stuff for the different businesses. And now, essentially, we have a fight between the fucking buildings, the elevated train platform, and the signage. And people are basically just jumping back and forth and climbing all over the place above this street. And it's a a five-story building. Dude, it's insane. Real five-story building. And they're crawling around and fighting each other and jumping from floor to floor 
grabbing signage. Uh, it's insane. It's, it's absolutely insane. It's one of the most insane fucking fight scenes I've ever seen in my life. And I've seen a lot of fight scenes. And this is legitimately one where every third guy that falls down, I'm going, oh, because it looks like he smashed his face apart or something broke. Like one of his bones broke. And there's insane stunts. Like she, at one point here, as the boss jumps over to the sign and is moving over to the building off of the E-train platform, Zen jumps like around this henchman with the with the checkerboard hat, grabs his jacket, and they both fall down a little bit, and he has to grab the ledge lower than where he's standing. Yeah, it's fucking like they're. Ob- I mean, assume they're on a wire. I, I was gonna say she's. They're obviously on a wire. They might not obviously be on a wire. But <laughs> yeah, they might not because there's one before checkerboard hat. She kicks a guy and he falls from the fifth floor, hits the ledge on the fourth. Yeah, he does. And then the third and then the second. And then he lands in like a fucking uh, street cleaner cart yes. Like, yes, on the road. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. Like, I know he hit a, a concrete ledge every way down that kind of slowed him so he didn't get to terminal velocity but he also hit a concrete ledge every floor every on floor. the way down every so floor it's like yeah like insane man i fucking loved this there's she's doing moves where she like uh she's running and doing flying knees and these guys are on like floor five and they fall to floor four it's crazy yeah, this is fucking mental. Like, she knees a guy through a window. And it's watching these guys fall is goddamn terrifying. It's the falling. It's the falling. <laughs> like, the fighting is great. The fighting is top notch. Like, the jumping front knees and shit, it's all tremendous. But, dude, she jumps from the fifth floor balcony, does a 180 spin so she hits a sign, and then knee drops yeah. on top of a dude's fucking head from the floor yeah, above. She. She slows herself down by bumping her ass on a sign. Like I'm not I'm not <laughs> joking. Like she's like, I'll just jump here, boom. She kind of just like bumps the sign with her ass, spins around, yeah. and fucking takes a guy out. It's insane. The, the you're right. The fighting is insane. The falling is what makes me clench my asshole. Yeah. It's like, oh my Jesus Christ. Listen, oh my Jesus Christ. Dude, there's a there's a gap in the fourth floor ledge oh my god and a yes. guy fucking there's like a piece of wood or some shit across it like a little thin piece of like quarter inch plywood or some shit a guy falls on it and he's laying there i'm gonna say dead she knocks <laughs> another dude out and he lands on top of the first guy and then she double knee drops and smashes both of these fuckers through the plywood down through to the, the floor hole? below them <laughs> yeah and they bend through in the a most inconvenient <laughs> way like yeah to get through yeah. that gap <laughs> like <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying Holy fuck. Yeah, it's like the old stuffing a marshmallow into a piggy bank. Like, the, their, their bodies fucking... Yeah. Dude, okay, tell me that this guy didn't die. She jumps from the sign over to the A-train, and then a guy fucking jumps from the platform over towards her. She fucking push front kicks him in the face so he can't grab the ledge that yeah. he's jumping to grab. Yep. And then he falls the five floors down. And I think he just fucking fell. I think they just killed that dude. Yeah. And even the fucking mob boss right after that, she kicks him in the face and he's falling down and they're filming that in slow motion. And even though he's landing on the fucking ledge below, his neck is shaking in a very jarring manner. Yeah. Okay. So when she kicks him and he falls, he falls from the, I think it's the fourth floor, maybe the fifth floor. 
and he hits a sign, wham, spins around, falls two floors before he hits a ledge. But when he hits the ledge on his chest, I might add, his head is off the fucking ledge. So his head goes, yeah, crack, 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 crack. <laughs> yeah. And he's yeah. not squaw on the ledge, so like half his chest hits, so she goes, blap, blap, fall, and then he falls off the last floor to the ground and lays there bleeding from the mouth as one would expect. I don't think that that was fake blood. I think <laughs> that dude, I think they killed a guy. I think they fucking killed a guy. Well, that's the one in the fucking end where they do the outtakes where he does that stunt and they film it and then everybody rushes in like, Are you okay? And he goes, I think I have to go to the yeah. hospital. Yeah, go to, the hospital. to go to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy fuck, yeah. call 911. Call 911 or the fuck. Thai equivalent oh. of 911. Fuck them. Because um, that, that was fucking... That was fucking crazy, dude. Like that was cr- like insane. I mean, the film overall, it's it's pretty good. The film overall the fighting, for me is like an eight out of ten. Yeah, the fighting is really good, but for me, the stunts the stunts yeah. made me like I ex- I was excited. I loved them, but they almost made me sick to my stomach at the same time. Yeah, do you but, know what I mean? Yeah, like I'm just like whoa, oh, but he's fuck. Wow, that was amazing. But I'm pretty sure. That guy did not go to work the next day. This uh, this stunt team is is the fucking bomb. The bomb, unbelievably diggity. good. Bomb diggity. We get a, the the wrap up of the film here is unfortunately uh, Zen's mom Zin dies, and she obviously does not take that well because she's very attached to her. Um, but the the dad ends up taking over, and we get a little wrap up here of of Zen going with her dad and sort of off he goes taking responsibility for her from this point forward. So. And that wraps yeah. up the movie, dude, and we get the outtakes, and that's a wrap. Fuck yeah. Really dug this film a lot. Really good movie, man. I, I really enjoyed myself watching it. I had such a good time. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. And the the fucking kitchen scene alone. Yeah. Or the, the outdoor meat fucking processing fucking Plant. place alone. It's, it's, it's fucking worth it. Like... That dude, there's a knife stuck in a pig's head, and they slide that guy down the table, and he stops before it goes in his eye. And I'm like, fuck, that was close, because I think if they fucked that up, he would have been dead. He would have been dead right in the mouth. Yeah, no, that's 100%. So, yeah, man, holy shitballs. Really, really dug this film. Um, So, fist-wise, what are you you giving it for uh, soundtrack, music, foley? Well, it, it's it's a little difficult. I yeah. watched the subtitled version. I Me didn't well. watch the dubbed version. So I watched the subtitled uh, version of it. Um, I thought the Foley was solid, though. I, like, I, I, I really did. Foley was The solid. music, um, um, I don't know this music, so I don't feel that I really have the ability to judge whether it was good music or not, just because I'm pretty unfamiliar with it. Yep. But um, it didn't fuck, fuck me up, or it felt appropriate. Um some of the scenes where they were, you know, in the living rooms or the house or the lady boys were, you know, having their conversations. Um, there's music playing and it, 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 it felt kind of like that TV music type movie, but you know, it, it, it was good. So I'll give uh soundtrack and Foley. I'll give it uh four fists out of five. Cause I think, I think the Foley was really, really good. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing the same thing. Four out of five, four fists out of five, because like, like you said, the Foley was great. Foley was right on point and the music or the soundtrack it never interrupted it never made me go like what the fuck is this music like it fit it worked it was in the background and good good soundtrack and good music enhances the film or you don't notice it one of the Mm. one of the two yeah so i'm right on point with that i'm totally fine with it four four fifths out of five 
And the same thing for acting. Acting, I'm doing like four and a half fists out of five, honestly. Like, I can't think of anything that was really outrageously over the top that was too much or some nobody I anybody that I didn't believe. So I got to go four and a half fists out of five for acting. Yeah, I'm going to go four fists out of five for acting. Just, I thought it was solid. I thought everyone did a really good job. I thought the um, Zin and Zen characters were played really, really well. You know, Moom was fine. Moom was a believable little sidekick companion. The ladyboy gangsters were scary as fucking shit. (laughs) Like, they were really intimidating. Like, they were really intimidating. They were, yeah. You know, showing up with their fucking guns and bashing the fuck out of people. Uh, So, yeah, I'm going four fists out of five for acting. Sweet. Uh, What about martial? I'm going to listen stunts together. Yeah, I'm five fists out of five on that. Hell I fucking yeah. loved this shit. Hell yeah! I I thought it was I thought it was great. Like the martial arts is the martial arts is good and exciting, but uh, the stunts, like the stunt work at that that last scene, I don't know how long. Like I don't know have the trivia on the on the film, but they were probably there for quite some time filming that last scene with the building and the and the race train platform. I would assume so, yeah. I, I don't have any of the facts on this one. I, there was very little information on this. But I assume they were there for at least a little while. Jesus, like, th- there's no way that didn't take some time to figure out. Unless they just threw fuckers off the building. Like, <laughs> one of the two, right? Like, <laughs> Well, like, in the outtakes, buddy that, buddy that falls off the building and, like, bounces all the way down, he was wearing a wire. Yes. But that wire was not uh, taut. No. It was, it was loose. So it was essentially not because well, yeah, that <laughs> did not slow him down. Like, the wire, the wire is supposed to stop you from hitting the ground. This motherfucker was not even slowed down. Like... Well, that's he, the thing, he dude. He lands, if... and the rest of the fucking rope comes falling down because nobody tied it on or something. Like... <laughs> if you're rock climbing and nobody keeps the rope tight, you're dead anyway. Like, you're just going to fall. Yeah, that's exactly. the whole point of the fucking yeah. rope, right? So this yeah. dude's, this dude just, I saw the wire, I watched the outtake, but he just fucking fell. Like, he hit yeah, hard. Yeah. So, yeah, five. There was, <laughs> there was a wire. <laughs> there was a, just a wire present in the scene. <laughs> It just didn't do a goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I got to go five fists out of five for, for martial arts and, and stunt work. Particularly, again, like you said, the stunt work. Not, And that's nothing against the martial arts. The martial arts choreography was top-notch. Of course. Top shelf. But the stunt work is dope as shit. Would you put Sammo in this? Sammo Hung. I kind of like this film as kind of like this little indie film. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I wouldn't I wouldn't put Samo in it only from the standpoint that I think that this film did something uh, different, and I I applaud them for going out and doing something different. So I would I would leave Samo out uh, just because I like what these people did, and I like how it wasn't like the normal thing that we usually see. So no disrespect, but I would I would leave it the way it is. No, I would. What the about same you? Way. I'm the same way. I think Samo's powers are yeah. needed elsewhere. To, to fix fucked up movies. This movie is not fucked up at all and doesn't need his help, I think. No. Um, well, no, well, the he, crew he may... is fucked up. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't use him in this. I, I think he would be better off somewhere else. Where would you put William Hung to fuck it up? I'd make him the leader of the Ladyboy hookers, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not the leader, because she was, like, really intimidating, but he'd be in the gang, the one that takes the squib. That's, that's who what I, I was going to say yeah. that. I was going to the one that sits on the couch and gets shot out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. That's who I'd make take, William Hung. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. 
<laughs> I have Fuck. no training in ladyboy gangstering. <laughs> in ladyboy gangstering. <laughs> um, okay, this is a hard question. Or, or maybe it's not. Who do you buy a beer in this movie? Oh, that fucking guy that fell off the building. Like, I would... <laughs> I mean... Yeah. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he wouldn't enjoy it because he's probably on massive amounts of opiates. Like <laughs> He'd just take the cold beer and put it on the back of his neck like, oh. Yeah. Oh, oh like, cold just beer. just put this on my back because I'm dead. Cold beer. I mean, yeah. our lead actor, like our actress, the fighter, was really good. She, she basically, um, you know, carried the heavy load from the, you know acting and character standpoint like she did a really great job but that motherfucker that fell and just hit every they always say you know he fell out of the tree and hit every branch on the way like he hit every fucking ledge on the way down and he hit yes. them hard man like yeah. he's I'd, I'd buy that guy i'd buy a beer if he's still alive and you 100 percent. oh 100 percent. yeah i would buy that dude a beer all day every day because that guy's fucking hurt son like he had, he legitimately hit every goddamn floor yeah, man. So, like, that was oh, nuts. Insane. Last category. Would you remake this? Uh, no. Usually on remakes, you kind of lose the the passion the of what makes it work. And I don't think you really need to. Like, if you were remaking it, mostly what you'd be doing is, oh, I'll try to clean up some of the apartment scenes and get some, you know, better cameras and stuff like this. I think it works. I'd, I'd, I'd let it go. It's not even that old, so... I think it's no. fine. It's 2008. I, I wouldn't remake it either. It's 2008, man. It's still fine. Yeah. The shots are good. I like the the parts that are a little bit rough. I kind of like that because it's it's that yeah. kind of movie. You know, it's a, it's a little indie movie that's that kind of came out and just blows your goddamn socks off with the stunts and fights. Like it's that's the what it's supposed to be. So I wouldn't fuck yeah. with it at all. This was a big surprise for me, man. Like, this was a big surprise. You were like, yeah, we're going to watch this. And I was like, I don't even fucking know. Like, I didn't even know the movie. Like, there's martial arts movies that I haven't seen. And I'm like, fuck, I really want to see that. I think that's a movie I should see. But I didn't even fucking hear of this. And then uh, I watched it. And I was just like, I was either holding my balls or (laughs) clenching my asshole. Like, for 90 minutes. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Had a fucking blast really fun really fun movie chocolate 2008 that's a wrap brava um next week next time we are doing the second installment in the john wick series we're going back into the wickiverse right on john wickiverse john wick it is now it is now the wickiverse we're going back into it Thoughts on John Wick Part 2? Do you remember that at all? I have a hard time differentiating sometimes. No, I know them all pretty solidly. This is the one with Ruby Rose in it. It's my least favorite of them. This um, one with Common, right? Common's in this really, one? It's really, really, really good. Yeah. And Ruby Rose right. is in it, and she's deaf. And I heard rumors oh, that like she yeah, couldn't yeah, yeah. carry the role, so they're like, uh, make her make make her deaf. This bitch can't fucking talk. I don't I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. But anyway, it's 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 a good film. I think that once they made that film, they were like, all right, and they I think they pulled out all the stops for part three. Um, yeah. But I still yeah, think I still ridiculous. think the part three is just fucking nuts. It's just like here's yeah. fucking uh, steroids for your eye boners, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, but part one, I I still think part one is the best one. Like I really think oh. that part one is the best one for sure. Absolutely. And then Absolutely. part three, and then part two. So John Wick four is coming out. We'll have to check that one out too. But I'm excited for it. I I enjoy John Wick fucking people up. Yeah, I enjoy John Wick fucking people up all day, every day. So let's do that next time. John Wick, part two on You Have Offended This 
podcast. Steven Seagal can suck my balls. Suck it, Steven.